Welcome to Now We're Talking, the podcast where three men discuss the entire chronological ordered numbered series of Now That's What I Call yeah. Music. <laughs> Mashed it a bit. Chronologically ordered. Mash on. <laughs> um, but yeah, we this is a special episode because we have reached the end of the 1980s. Yay. So we're going to look back on the 80s and uh, we're going to dish out some awards. Yeah. Uh, got a little stack of trophies over here. Penis shaped, obviously. <laughs> I'd like to like, just point out my empty bottle collection. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, recycling. <laughs> you each get an empty bottle of beer. Yeah. Uh, uh, they'll be emptying loads of bottles of beer tonight. We've got all the celebrities sitting around <laughs> the dinner tables yeah. and stuff. We're stuffing them full of like Michelin star food. Yeah. And they're got- all getting pissed. A uh, little caveat: we are we are covering basically the the period of now. So anything before eighty three, we're not covering. It's just just what's been on and now. Yeah, just the nails. Just well, the nails. Always the same. First, we've got a round off 1989. Hey! Yay. We'll get to the end of the decade. Hang on, let me just put on my party hat. Okay. <laughs> hey, right. Well, did people... Nah, they probably didn't have, like, here come the 90s parties, did they? Went for the millennium, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, got that in 10 years, don't worry about the 90s. Yeah, it's not like when it got to 2010, we were like, yeah, 2010 party! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. What we're right. going to call the next decade? What are we calling this decade? Well, this one? Yeah. Ooh, we're nearly finished. We're, we're nearly finished, finished it. No, it's like Brexit. We're fucking running out of time, we need to think of something. <laughs> we're pressing to look back at it retrospectively. It's been a bit of a crazy one. Shitquake. Shitquake? Yeah. No, it's got to be... The shitquakes. Is it the teens? Are these the teens? Yeah. The teenies? Teenies. Teenies. Ugh. Yeah. I think that is what they called it a hundred years ago, though, so... Fair enough, isn't it? Teenies well, the, it is. Yeah, but they also had... They could call it the awarding age, because they used to have royalty that didn't hang around for decades. Yeah, but they didn't call it the awarding age. Didn't they? I don't know. No. I don't know. <laughs> I guess we called it that after. Yeah. After the fact. Okay. So, 89. Yeah, so we've got to go from the 21st of November to the end of the year. End of the 80s. So, fall of the Soviet Union continued with the communist governments losing control of East Germany, Czechoslovakia, Malaysia, Lithuania, Mongolia and Poland. That's a lot of loss. Yeah. And on uh, November the 22nd, Lebanese President René Mouad was assassinated by unknown assailants. Nobody nobody knows who did it, still. Who are Checked. unknown assailants? They were... We've had them, haven't we? <laughs> no. <laughs> they're on Sony. Oh, they're them. on Sony. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good name. Bad name. <laughs> unknown assailants. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And the war between the government and the Colombian drug cartels continued with uh, bombings, assassination attempts... Assassination. Yeah, assassination. Assassination attempts, boys. Cha-cha-cha. And shootings by the police of, uh, you know, drug people. Drug people. Yeah. Well, they deserve it. On December the 3rd, Bush and Gorbachev had a summit in Malta that indicated the Cold War may be ending. Uh, And December the 17th, the Romanian Revolution begins. Or even more revolution. 
course. And uh, on December the 20th, the US invade Panama to attempt to overthrow Manuel Noriega. That turned out to be a big, big old mess, like it normally is when America gets involved in little countries, wars and things. Yeah. And Manuel just makes him the 40 Towers. Just imagine John Cleese hitting, <laughs> hitting someone in Panama over the head with a frying pan. They should have sent Cleese in. He would have sorted the sorted it right out. Well, he's tall. He's tall. That's an advantage in a combat yeah. situation. And he's funny. Well, is and it? he's though? funny. It's like using laughing gas, you know? Yeah. If you make them laugh, they're, they're on the back foot. They hit him with a frying pan. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Vic and Bobbin as well would some other stuff. Send all the comedians. <laughs> Sending Joe Brand. Oh, you're having a war, are you? Oh, how wonderful. You're just I'm going to eat some cake. <laughs> Here you're having a war, and everyone's shooting each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and so in uh, 1989, in music, little things we've, we've missed out. In uh, December 89, Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers became the third act in the UK of all time after Jerry and the Pacemakers and Frankie goes to Hollywood to have their first three singles go straight to number oh, one. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm so Isn't glad it? we didn't get any more Jive Bunny. Yeah. It's been a couple more since then I think though that we'll probably get into. Yeah that's because stuff starts to go to number one more immediately we get that yeah. chart pan goes to number one then it drops off I've been looking at the charts and stuff goes in at like 30 oh yeah 36 it's still, it's still hard to get keep getting number ones because like Spice Girls must have had like their first like six or seven songs yeah one, right? they like, did they I think definitely their first three yeah I have a feeling they might have got near to the record but I think it was Westlife that broke like whatever it whose must it have been then who knows? You know, we're yeah, going to find out. They have like their first seven, so. Fucking hell. We'll find out. Stay tuned, guys. Stay yeah. tuned. So, uh, fight for Christmas number one. There wasn't really much of a fight this year, because, uh, it was swept, swept by the sore produced Band Aid 2. Ugh. Yeah. What was Band Aid 2? What was uh, it? Like? It was a sore produced Band Aid cover with Banana Rama, Bross, Kathy Dennis, bit of Jason and Kylie, yeah. bit of Cliff. Bit of Jimmy Somerville and weirdly Technotronic as well. Wow, that's a bad collection of people. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Somerville's all right, I guess, but it would cool. it'd stand out though in a in a multi artist situation. He'd leap out at you. It'd be but like, do they just get him to sing one line, or he gets to sing it high? Because that's what they do. They, they all take a line each. Yeah. So you yeah. need like really distinct voices. So you'd yeah. be like, oh, that's that one. Yeah. Tonight, thank God, it's them. It's them, not you. Yeah. <laughs> that kind that. of thing. Yeah. 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 I bet he did that. So what was it? The same song, but they just yeah, like, yeah. remixed yeah. it. So they didn't even do like a new song for it. No. Oh fucking hell. Yeah, because um, you know we got up to like Band Aid Twenty by the. Noughties, didn't we? Yeah. Nah, they didn't do one every year, though. They just did one on the 20th anniversary. I mean, such a good song. listen to that. That sounds like Band-Aid 2 is going to be a mishmash of shit. Yeah. All right, so we've got the top 10 UK albums of 1989. Here we go. I think we need some chart music for these. Uh, okay. Royalty free, please. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, hang on, hang on. Wait a minute. We've got Hatches, Matches and Dispatches first. Look, couple of, a few, just a few, just a sprinkling of hatches, matches, and dispatches. Wah! Right, hatches, December the 13th, we've got Taylor Swift. Yay! Yeah. 
And December the 22nd, Jordan Sparks, who's a singer, but she sounds like a porn star. Oh, she? I thought it was going to be he. No, that's a that's woman. That's the leading of Sparks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matches, uh, December the 9th, you've got David Hasselhoff and Pamela Bach, who's uh, Johann Sebastian Bach's daughter or something, probably. Yeah. Granddaughter. I guess they're not still together. I don't know. Because... Uh, probably not all that shit with the burger yeah that's yeah. what I was, that's exactly what I was thinking it's like surely he wasn't a married man when he was the, the, no, that no. burger video happened no in December the 21st Edmund Hillary got married at the age of 70 to June Mulgrew so he was still the there. mountaineer guy yeah he was the guy who like walked to the Arctic or oh okay yeah, yeah. mountaineers Arctic it's all the same isn't it? yeah all the same always the same uh, and dispatches on December the 7th for uh, wrestler Haystacks Calhoun oh. and on December the 22nd the Irish poet Samuel Beckett oh what yeah oh. quite a big one so let's have some royalty free chart music ok let's find some let's take a minute to talk about our sponsors uh, what type do we want did you know you can make a great website with Squarespace <laughs> what type? It's so it's easy. Incredibly 80s style. Okay. <laughs> Retro 80s funky jazz hop instrumental. What about that? <laughs> Amazingly epic 80s sounds. Yeah. Well, um, amazingly what? epic one would be fine. Workout sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, alright. And look at these sweet videos. <laughs> <laughs> it's the UK. Top 10 albums of 1989. At number 10, it's Soul to Soul with Club Classics Volume 1. At number 9, we've got Madonna with Like a Prayer. And at number 8, here comes Tina Turner with Foreign Affair. Ooh. And at number 7, it's those fine young cannibals with The Roar and the Cooked. <laughs> at number 6, we've got Kylie Minogue with Enjoy yourself. <laughs> At number five, we've got Gloria Estefan with Cuts Both Ways. Oh, nice, like a bit of Estefan. And at number four, Gloria Estefan Ooh. with the Miami Sound Machine and Anything For You. Nice, Estefan. And at number three, it's Phil Collins Ooh. with But Seriously. Yes! And straight in at number two, we've got Simply Red with A New Flame. Yeah. <laughs> but at number one it's the number one album of 1989 it's Jason Donovan with 10 good reasons wow yeah. oh, that better have 10 songs on it there does ah. come a point when these bodybuilders become so built up that they just look repulsive <laughs> I, like, I tried to look away from it because I realised I wasn't paying attention to what Harry was saying and I was just looking at the bodybuilders on the music video oh. uh, that's the albums have you got singles as well? yeah we've got singles <laughs> it's the top 10 selling singles of 1989 at number 10 it's Kylie Minogue again with Hold on to your heart. No, it's not. It's hand on your heart. Oh. oh. At number nine, it's Band-Aid 2 with Do They Know It's Christmas. Okay. At number eight, we've got Technotronic featuring Felly with Pump Up The Jam. And at number seven, Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers with That's What I Like. At number six, we've got Mark Armand 
featuring Gene Pitney with Something's Gotten Hold of My Heart. Wow, that was a big hit then. And at number five, Soul to Soul featuring Karen Wheeler, Back to Life, However Do You Want Me. At number four, we've got Jason Donovan with Too Many Broken Hearts. At number three, we've got The Bangles with Eternal Flame. Nice, nice. And in at number two, it's Jive Bunny again with those master mixers and Swing the Mood. But the number one top-selling single of 1989 is... Come on, kick back in beat. It finished. (laughs) (laughs) It was Black Box with Ride on Time. Yeah, nice, (laughs) nice number one. Yeah, it is a good number one. Yeah. There's some weird ones there, though. Gene Pitney. Yeah. I didn't realise that was such a big hit. Well, Well, yeah, it was. (laughs) Facts don't lie. See that advert that the Jackson supporters put on the London buses? Put up a big thing with a picture of Jackson with Innocent written over his lips. And uh, and a thing that said, uh, facts don't lie, people do. Yeah. But then I thought that's quite funny because that could e- they could equally be implying that Michael Jackson is lying. Now it's time to go around the world, around the world, around the world, around the world, being around the world. I can find my baby all around the world. Gonna spread the word. Been around the world. There's no place like home. Oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's all of them. That's all of them around the world. Right. Well, it's time to go to our uh, correspondence. A few, quite a few of them are in the building tonight, I think, uh, sitting around the various tables. <laughs> Enjoying uh, the complimentary cheap energy drinks. Yeah. Bottles of one these, uh, This guy's been there. Uh, been going hard on the uh, martinis. Yeah. Hi there, Martin. Oh. He's a smoke as well, sounds it. Guess what, boy? I don't know. What? It's me, Stone Cold Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I got the US year end charts here, and I can tell you that the best selling album in 1989. In America, in the good old US of A, it's that goddamn Bobby Brown with Don't Be oh, Cruel. Oh, yes. That's Bobby. Right. My boy. Bad, bad boy Bobby Brown. Oh, he's, he's good, isn't he? My cat Bobby Brown is striking out on his own. He might have some trepidation, but he's doing okay. But the top-selling single, my boy, is by Chicago. And look away. I've never fucking heard of it. No, I don't know that one. <laughs> Have you heard Chicago look away? You know, they're no, a little bit I, rocky. I, I, yeah. No, yeah, but... I, they're not really your sort of rock, are they? My sort of rock isn't Chicago, Sticks, Foreigner, Boston, all that kind of stuff. Journey, did I say Journey? No. No, all that... Any that are named after places. <laughs> Japan, yeah. don't like them. Europe, can't be asked. Yeah, Boston. <laughs> Foreigner. Yeah. They can get out. <laughs> it's not travel based in the 80s there was a lot of geographical a lot, of, a lot that were just like named after countries weren't they countries yeah. cities yeah, yeah. Why, boys, how's it going? Hey. Oh, kiddo. Right, kiddo, kiddo, kiddo. How you enjoying our little ceremony? Oh, it's lovely, boys. I've been uh, partaking of the old uh, warm British beer. Nice. <laughs> Getting in there. Getting some British food. You, lovely spread on here. You ran into Gary? 
Well, he's, he's uh, so far, I think he's been behaving himself because he's uh, Mark's here and also his mum, I think, is somewhere. Oh, she's not far away anyway, I think. <laughs> we just hope he doesn't try any shit tonight because, uh, you know, we don't want any problems. We don't want all these stories like you do with the Brits. We're not going to have any problems because uh, although Samantha did get in touch, we said, no, we don't want your presenting services. Yeah. You just blame the auto cue and all of that. <laughs> yeah, Fleetwood. Fleetwood. <laughs> We're not having that. We're, we're going to present it ourselves. Yeah, all right. Go on then. All right then, boys. I've got to tell you the the uh, Australian, uh, the biggest selling album of 89. It was the Travelling Wilburys. Oh. Yeah. With volume one. <laughs> volume one. Yeah. Uh, the second album. Album. <laughs> yeah. debut album <laughs> the, the Wilbury that was the super group right that was, was like, a, Tom, uh, Petty. Tom Petty Bob Dylan George Harrison yeah. Roy Orbison uh, yeah. yeah they're alright I don't mind some of their songs I don't know any of them I think yeah, Freya used to like them or well, she probably still does but I remember her playing me some songs they were right well, the top-selling single in 89 in Australia was Madonna with Like a Prayer nice oh yeah. yes well, I don't know one. what was on that album, but I know Like a Prayer probably was. Yeah. No, it was the song, wasn't it? Fucking so. Oh, it was yeah, the yeah, it was the song. song. Yeah, 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 the single's yeah. Wow, that is a fucking banger. I'm gutted we didn't get that on now. <laughs> so good. Oh, well, well I'm going to hand over to my uh, New Zealand cousin, Joan Loma. We're having a, good, having a good drink together, laughing about living in the Southern Hemisphere, <laughs> talking about how, how it's great, you know, how the water goes the wrong way, and it's summer when it's winter everywhere else. <laughs> We're having a great time. Uh, you lads, boys. <laughs> All right, boys, yeah. I like it down here. It's real nice, uh, <laughs> real stable ground you got in this country. I hadn't, haven't had one earthquake since I got here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you, the uh, top-selling album in New Zealand in 89, it was Tracy Chapman with Crossroads. Crossroads, That's eh? right, boys. And the single was Simply Red. <laughs> if you don't know me by now. Oh my oh, god. That's yeah, right. Yeah. What are you up to in New Zealand? <laughs> Mainly learning how to play rugby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess I haven't got much time for sort of music. Oh, hello there, boys. Oh, hey, oh, oh, I tell you what, I've been partaking some of that free champagne there. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, well, you know, we don't like keeping records about things in Ireland. <laughs> oh, but I will tell you, Too Jason bad. Donovan had five number ones. We were loving him. That's it. You don't, don't know anything about the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> you sound, you know, it, is, it is actually we'll probably look that up but it is St Patrick's Day today isn't it yeah, local, so. yeah so he's yeah. celebrating double yeah. hard yeah hello there boys it's the Canada hi Canada hello, hi hello. Canada <laughs> I would come over to England I got the dual nationality oh nice yeah Canada and France oh <laughs> oh <laughs> oh I'll tell you that the uh, the biggest selling album in the 1989 for Canada is it fine, young cannibals? In the raw, in the cooked. Nice. Nice, nice one, Canada. <laughs> and a single, in Madonna and Like a Prayer. Yeah, Again. Wow. Well. Wow. Well, without further ado, we'll give you the first annual shit awards. The shit awards. The shit awards. <laughs> <laughs> Presented by the Now We're Talking podcast people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep, it's uh, very nice to be here. Yeah, yeah, it's alright. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, first category <laughs> is the award for the absolute banger award for best song. Yeah, best song. It's a big one. Oh, right. It's the most controversial of choosing the songs for this one. Yeah, right. What are the, who's, you could do the nominees then. Who's the nominees? We have the fine young cannibals with She Drives Me Crazy. Eurythmix with There Must Be an Angel Playing With My Heart Queen One Vision Frankie Goes to Hollywood Relax And Cameo with What Up Right. Right. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's a tricky one. It's, it's an odd award ceremony when we haven't decided who wins yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll just decide that now. Uh, uh, um, oh, it's so hard. Fight to a death. I mean... I'm, I'm torn between Eurythmics and Frankie. It's between Frankie, Eurythmics and Fine Young Cannibals, isn't I it? I mean, to me... Because the mean, other two we sort of weren't all, like, red hot on. I mean, I was red hot on Word Up, but you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> but Word Up, I'd probably say to us. But, you know, we also left out loads of ones that I think... I think Billy Ocean's probably the best. But, oh, he's going to go on about Billy Ocean. But people hate that. Billy Ocean. Bunch hi, of ho- ocean uh, hi, Billy, by the way. Thanks for coming. We love Billy Ocean. Sitting over there on table six. <laughs> I'll, I'll come see you later, mate. <laughs> do what am I supposed to do with Billy? I don't even know what he would sound like. <laughs> Gee, get into my car! He's British, isn't he? I always thought he was American. Right. Yeah, he's British now. Yeah, what get into my car. Alright. Didn't we tell it? Um, I mean, personally, I'd say Eurythmics is my favourite of these songs. Oh, I'm told it's your remix of Frankie's, your remix of Frankie. I think Frankie's like probably a better display of music production, but as far as an actual song that's a good song goes, and Yannick's <sighs> voice on it is fucking incredible. It's a great song. Well, I mean, I probably like Fine Young Cannibals best. Oh, we're torn, we're torn, because I'm going to say Frankie. Whoa! <laughs> Probably should have planned this better. Yeah, but we right, all... no, it's fine. I've got a, I've got a, I've got a plan for this eventuality. It's called, it's, it's called the transferable vote system. So right, basically, there's three there that we need to shake out, right? So we all get to give them three, two, or one point. Okay. And whoever's got the most points wins. Okay. In the event of a tie, we just trans, we have a transferable vote, so we just do it again. We give them one or two or one points, and it goes like that okay. until we get a winner. Okay. So keep a running total of the points in like a column in the next column or something. Okay. I'm giving that three. You're giving That's that my three. three. Yeah, Eurythmics is my two, and Frankie's my one. That was very hard. Okay. What you say, Jake? Up. So, what one is your your best? No, three. No, three. Give best. it the most points if you like. Okay, it. so it's uh, like you're, I'm yeah. giving that one. That's a one for me. Yeah, that's uh, You give, like to add them up as you go. I'm going to give Eurythmics a thirty-one. Wow, that's left ahead. That's left ahead. Eurythmics is a two, and I'll give Frankie my three. 
<laughs> so four, four, and four. Martin's got the deciding vote. I am going to go. Well, I know what's one then. Because <laughs> I'm giving Eurythmics free. There you go. Going young cannibals two and relax one. Well, there you, there go. you go. So Eurythmics, there must be an angel. Was our song of the eighties. The winner yeah, of the best bang. song. Well he done, Annie. Well Dave. 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 Yeah. Oh no, he's, he's got a thing with Sharon. I mean, there was a lot. Yeah. Of good, <laughs> there was a lot of good shit that didn't even get in here that we've got on our shortlist, though. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, as I say, Billy Ocean, love that. Ninety nine Red Balloons by Nina. I really yeah, that. yeah, it was good. I mean, I think the uh, beautiful self song for whoever should have been in there, but well, yeah, you know, that was a good one. Like, really very like good that. one. It's contentious. The whole point is, uh, if you're listening and you disagree, tell, tell us what your banger of yeah. the eighties is. Totally yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it will supplant this award. It just no. means that you, you know, you get to shout your wrong. opinion out. Yeah, that's what it means. It means that's what the wrong. internet's all about. And if it's you pretty, get on, if, you have your opinion. You have an argument and no one changes their minds. Yeah. That's what it's all about. If it's pre-83, we'll just laugh at you because we hadn't started yet. Please don't wish AIDS on us. (laughs) Or threaten to rape us because let me tell you, I'll send David Kent round. Yeah. I don't mind. You can do any of those things on the internet because it isn't real. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. Right. All right, boys. It's Reginald Dixby. Oh, Reginald Dixby. When are we going to get a new song out of you? (laughs) Hey, I'm going to present the best video award, boys. Oh, nice. (laughs) I don't know why he's got a bit Australian. (laughs) He's been hanging out with Kent too much. Picked up the accent. Reginald Dixby. Right, I'm going to tell you what the nominees were for best video. We've got Genesis with Land of Confusion. It's very confusing. I didn't know when we were going to get a new album out there, boys. <laughs> but we did eventually. And then it was Peter Gabriel with Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer? Yeah. And then we've got the Weather Girls with It's Raining Men, mate. And then we've got Queen with I Want to Break Free. And finally, Lionel Richie with Hello, it's Hello. Reginald Dixby. <laughs> when are we getting a new album, eh? <laughs> Hello, is it me you're looking for? Right, what are we going to go well, for really? then? They're all really good videos. Uh, it's it's got to be between Genesis and Gabriel. I think it's between Genesis and Gabriel as well. Yeah. They're just technically much, I mean, much superior I mean, videos like, It's Raining Men is only in there because it's so fucking funny. Like, yeah. It's not a great video, but it's just so camp. And yeah. the use of bad blue screen has stayed with me forever. I've shown that to so many people since I watched that. Like, yeah. Look how bad this green screen is. It's yeah. so bad. Well, Hello um, is kind of Gabriel in there for the same Jen. reason. I mean, really, it's, Hello is... Yeah, I mean, Hello is like so. It's up there in like being iconic with I Want to Break Free yeah. and Sledgehammer. They're like videos everyone knows. I yeah. think Sledgehammer's always, it's always on your clip shows. Oh, this is a great yeah. video. Look at him under the glass. I mean, it is. A I want to give it to Genesis because I feel like Sledgehammer's got its due and it's not going to surprise I mean, anyone. I no. would agree that I'd probably say Land of Confusion's my favourite by Genesis just because I've never seen it before and it's just so good. Like, there was so much going on. All the spitting image puppets, yeah. Like, so didn't you say there's a whole Wikipedia entry for like, all this, like, 
different. Yeah, like, it's like a second by second fucking yeah. It's a transcript dense, of everything that happened. It's a dense video. Yeah, like, and it's just really funny. I love the Phil Collins puppet. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Is that unanimous then? Well, I, I think, think it is. Going for land of confusion. Going for land of confusion. Well done. Yeah. They are, they are all good though. So you know? the winner, the winner of the VHS Memorial Award for best video. All right, boys, we're giving it to Genesis. Oh, come Cheers, on. Reg. I yeah. don't think we're getting a new album out of Genesis. <laughs> they haven't released an album since '95. Yeah. So they I might do though. When are we going to get a new season out of you, boys? A few weeks, mate. A few weeks. <laughs> a few weeks. Got some shit to do. It's the Freddie Mercury Award for Best Voice. Oh, th- it says it's presented by Michael Sharkey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello there, boys. Oh, hi, Michael. Oh, hi again. Hey, how's it going? So, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I've just been celebrating because I heard that I've been nominated for an award, <laughs> but not this one. Why not? I got a good voice. Uh, have you? Yeah, <laughs> I can go. Ooh. I mean, you've got an interesting voice. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Why oh, fucking rolling gifts in there, you bastard? Yeah, but he's he's you know, <laughs> interesting too. But it's you know better. All right. Well, I shall tell you which one of these lovely singers has been nominated. We got Annie Lennox. Give her a big hand. Freddie Mercury as well. Oh, it's named after him the award, so fucking hell, he might win it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wouldn't you know who won the pony? And it's Roland Gift as well, my old boy. He's got a weird one too. Yeah, he's got a weird one. Yeah, and lovely Kate Bush oh, as well. Anne Wilson out of heart out of heart a good heart a good heart oh it's hard to find (laughs) (laughs) anyway we'd better be off I gotta go and have okay. some lines of coke. Okay, well, get back once we've decided and you can announce who wins. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but I gotta go and do a coke with Morrissey. <laughs> come on, Morrissey. <laughs> oh, come on, then. <laughs> oh, right, wow. here we go. <gasps> it's a hard one. I mean, I think Personally, Freddie and Annie are, are technically better than Gift and Anne Wilson. Yeah. yeah, Kate Bush though she's got one hell of a voice. She's yeah. got one hell of a voice. It's a we haven't and... seen the whole sort of span of it. No, we haven't have had we? that much Bush really. We haven't um, had any of her real big belters. Yeah, I mean, rubbing up their heels. Really yeah, good. but vocally, it's not got like hugely What's crazy it? stuff going on. Say, so, you know, things between Annie and Freddie. I mean, I'm, I'd give it to Freddie just because we've had more Queen, and Freddie's just always fucking great on every song he sings. And, and Freddie is is the man of the moment at the moment. Yeah, the moment yeah. At the moment. They're both yeah. at the top of their game. I mean, in, we've in had this era. it's a hard life. Fucking brilliant singing in that one, isn't yeah. it? You know, I want to break free. One vision. I mean, there's just so much Queen on these now. Yeah, um, he keeps getting better, and he's had some of his solo stuff as well. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for Freddie. I'd give it I to think Freddie. I've got to give it, give the Freddie Mercury award what? to Freddie. Yeah. Oh, Freddie, you done it! You done it, <laughs> Freddie! Come here, me lad. 
How can he be here? No, uh, it's right. Brian May's here. Brian May's here. Hello. Hello. Brian May. I don't have a special voice. But, uh, but I've got special hair. Yeah. I just want to say uh, that um, uh, thanks for the award. I'm sure Freddie would have loved it. And don't fucking kill the badgers, all right? Yeah? I'm doing a badger march next week, and then I'm going to do some stargazing. So I'll see you there. Oh, no, that's nice. Brian. That's I've nice, been having Brian. badger beating. He wouldn't have sworn. He wouldn't have sworn, Brian. <laughs> I've been sheep worrying as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a thing about it on Facebook. <laughs> I never even know it was a thing until the other day. Sheep worrying. No, I didn't know that was a thing. But there you oh, go. Yeah. So our best voice is Freddy. I mean, yeah. yeah. Fair play. Uh, here we Fair are. Play. It's the Will You Be There award for best keychain. Yeah. The so, nominees are Status Quo with In the Army Now. And Madeiras <laughs> with Nothing's Gonna Change My Love for You. And Bon Jovi with Living on a Prayer. Okay, yeah, I mean, wow. I guess we've only got these ones in because they're the only ones we could find uh, yeah. for key changes. Because I fucking hate in the army now. <laughs> yeah, but the key change was great. It was really funny. It was a funny key change, but that song doesn't deserve anything. No. In the army now. I mean, Glenn Medeiros, the key change in that is one where I physically fell over the first time I heard it. Yeah, I mean, it's got so much resonance with me, that one. I love the song. I mean, I've celebrated a birthday with that key change. Yeah, we both have, so we're a little biased. I'd say, should we knock out Bon Jovi? Knock him out. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he's a bit of a prick. I think we can, I think we can, I think we can. I mean, I'd say Glenn Medeiros personally. I think we can agree Glenn's going to win, isn't he? Yeah. Glenn's a shoo-in. Not bad. Ring him up where he's he's a teacher now. Yeah. 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 Students will get a buzz out of that. Yeah. What does he teach? Do you know? He's uh, Well, he's actually sort of in the sort of governing sort of level now, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's his senior leadership team, at least. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, well done, done Glenn. Well done, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his, his Twitter's way more about being a teacher than it is an 80s pop star it's a shame though it's a shame it's like he doesn't even say oh yeah and I'm an 80s pop star it's probably because all the kids would look him up and look at how bad the music yeah, video yeah riding that horse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they've all got phones as well they'd be holding it up yeah they'd all be that. playing it on YouTube being like alright sir <laughs> oh dear Mr. Medeiros but yeah that is a a fucking awesome well, key change. Well done, Glenn. Yeah, well, well done, done. Glenn. Put that well on, done, your, Glenn. on your shelf with your other trophies. Okay, so we've now got the award for best one and done. One and An done. An award for people that only popped up on Nows once, I guess yeah. during the 80s or ever, really. I guess none of these people pop up again, do they? No. Well, not, no, because they wouldn't be in this award. On this form, yeah. or in this way. Oh, I wasn't sure if it was for just for the 80s. Uh, no. No, no, it's all time. Wow, do you really not got any more Lionel Richie? I mean, he's not nominated, but he was on the shortlist. I would have thought you'd get more on him. Okay, so, nominees are Men at Work, Down Under.
New Edition, and Candy Girl. Nina, 99 Red Balloons. Sam Brown, stop. And Rocksteady Crew. Hey you! Hey you! The Rocksteady Crew. Show what you do, make a break, make a move. <laughs> oh, right. interesting. It is, it is an interesting one. Um, I mean, I think this one's Oh, it's hard. It's really hard. All well, right, mine. Put it away. Men at work. <laughs> men at work down under. It's good, but it's not the one. <laughs> I don't think anyone's going for that, are they? I'm not going to call it my winner. No. It's not no, my winner. I mean, yeah, it's a good song. I like it. My winner would be... Uh, my, my vote would go to 99 Red Balloons. Yeah, I mean, it is a pretty iconic song. And that bass. Mm. That bass. Uh, I mean... I really liked Rocksteady Crew. Yeah. Just because I'd never heard it before and it was like a real, real nice surprise. But I also really like Candy Girl by New Edition. None of them make me as happy as Rocksteady Crew though. I mean, I'd probably give it to Rocksteady Crew personally. Well, I was two against one, so I think it's a majority. It's the Rocksteady Crew. From now on. From now on. It was such a nice, nice surprise that. Yeah. Like, yeah. One and done, but still bringing in the awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Rocksteady Crew, good lads and lasses. Yeah, I feel like we could have had a lot more early hip hop. It would have been nice to have mm. way more than we actually got. The stuff we did get was really good. Wow. Oh, well, not all of it. <laughs> There's a lot of bad early hip hop as well, oh, like, yeah. the, like the Fat Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, hello there, boys. It's the Simon Mills Award for a biggest surprise. Oh, Mills. Yeah, this is for the song that most surprised us. In, a good, in a good way. In a good way. No, no uh, not also, in a good way. Oh, I argued this one. point so I could put one time in. <laughs> one that surprised us in a bad way. Right, well, we've got, uh, first we've got the Rocksteady crew again with uh, Hey You just won the last award so can they sweep a second one why has he gone Australian everyone's Australian now <laughs> that's the you know they love Ken yeah we've got uh, Culture Club with uh, the war song Yeah, uh, we've got Elton John with uh, Passenger. You want to get up, 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 And uh, we've also got Billy Bragg with Greetings to the New Brunette. He's really Australian. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, oh, <laughs> we've got Nana Cherry with Buffalo Stars. <laughs> I've fucking finally reined him in. Okay. Well, I think uh, I think as Rocksteady Crew have already won an award, we, sh- we should probably... I don't know, it was a real nice surprise. It were a big surprise. But yeah, that was pretty surprising. I never knew the Rocksteady crew did music. For me, it's, great. it's Buffalo Stance and nothing else. So. Oh, I didn't like Buffalo Stance. I, I really oh, it's Between it. the two, it's going to be Rocksteady again. I mean, I'd probably say 
more of a surprise was, you know, Culture Club War Song, because it was so bad. It was really surprising how you could get a hit out of a song that sounded like it was written by an eight-year-old. Yeah, but I really hated it. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I hated it, but it was really funny. It was horrible. I don't know why we didn't nominate Boy George for Worst Voice, to be War honest. is stupid, and people are stupid. <laughs> Love means nothing in some strange quarters. Well, you know, it is an anti-war song. It's been sort of underrepresented in our awards so far, but still, no way. But it was so bad. No, I'm blocking. I mean, blocking Passenger it. was bad as well. Veto. Yeah, but surprising. Passenger was like the source of so much fun to me yeah it was fun just to sing it's a fun one to sing back it's like Elton's midlife crisis won't get on but you know it doesn't surprise me because I've heard lots of other bad Elton John songs yeah I mean it was more fun than a lot of the bad Elton John songs yeah I mean, I mean, it surprised me how good Billy Bragg was, like, yeah. you know, because I thought he was all sort of. Yeah, I've know, never really heard much Billy Bragg, and I liked that song. It went on my uh, my playlist. Now that's what my yeah. Is. Now that's why I call music. I've always um, sort of thought of him as a Cockney Dylan, but he's got a sweeter voice and stuff yeah. than that. Uh, I mean, out of these, I'd, I'd say Rocksteady Crew or Billy Bragg, personally. Yeah, I'd say Rocksteady Crew or Billy Bragg. So they've got two each. And no one else has got more than a single vote. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm not giving it to Nina Cherry just because I don't really like the song. (laughs) I'd I'd give it to Billy Bragg because I think Rocksteady Crew have got their award. But, you know, if they've written a song that deserves more than one award, Jacob, they can have more than one. You know? Just, you know, I'd like to spread them around. At the Brits, they don't go, oh, you know, you can't have more than one award. Oasis. I don't know if they yeah. won more than one. They probably did. Probably. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing Baby Love and the crew walking home with a pair. Okay, well... It... No, don't let us influence you, but, you know, what song do you think was the biggest surprise, not just who's already won You one? know what mine is, but it's only... I'm the only one voting for it, so it can't win. So, um... I'd say Billy Bragg out of... Well, he's got it! He's got it! Oh, yeah, Billy. I'd, I'd say Billy, because, you know... I had preconceived ideas about mm. him, whereas yeah. I didn't have about Rocksteady, so... Yeah. Well right. done, Billy. We'll give it to Billy. Hey. Billy Bragg, not Billy Piper. The greetings to the no brunette. Billy Piper might get one uh, when we next do an award ceremony for the nineties, though. Well, we've we've flown in another podcast regular to present the next award. In fact, did we? I don't remember putting this in here. This this award. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? All right, boys. It's the. Uh, it's the uh, Gary Preservation Society Award for uh, what is it? Services to Gary's. I should know. I wrote the bugger. <laughs> yeah. So uh, only two Garys in in all the nows. Terrible. Was, there was another Gary. Not enough. Who was I it? I noticed you've missed him off. Oh yeah, glitter. Uh, oh, oh yeah, no. I did deliberately. I deliberately fucking up. We've had enough controversy in this episode. <laughs> we I don't need was, more. I, I thought you might have missed Gary off for that reason. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to cancel Glitter because take him out of the history. He's books. probably the reason no one's called Gary anymore. Gary. Well, you know, yeah, he's part of the problem. <laughs> he's definitely not part of a solution. You know. So yeah, I've I've got I've had to just go with Gary Moore. Or Gary Heisman. Now you know you're wrong. You hear it in future zoom and spectrum. 
from uh, what was he from? I don't even fucking know, Gary. You tell in, me. I think he was in like Beatmasters or something. See, for me, Gary Moore did Out in it's the Fields, to get, which it, was a great song. Yeah, and Gary Moore did uh, the other one he did. The, yeah, yeah, the one that was another war one. The, the one that had the bagpipes, like the Irish, the Scottish folk music metal song, yeah. power metal song. It's Gary Moore for me. Yeah, he's he's proven my most able sidekick. Whereas Gary Eisman's more the sort of slapstick one that falls <laughs> down and fucks everything up. So I'd give it to Gary Moore as well. Oh, maybe you should do a duet. Gary Moore. Gary Moore. Oh, we yeah. will. You know. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a big single out soon called Gary Aid. <laughs> That's right. That'll be for the... It doesn't, doesn't matter if he's dead. They can just do the thing where they live have live performances with a yeah. holographic yeah, Gary Moore Gary playing Moore. guitar solo. I think he's quite low down on the list of people to do hologram tours and I'm glad Gary Moore got an award because you know the few Gary Moore songs we got were really good I never knew much about Gary Moore and he was a he was a fine guitar player you don't get many of those on on now because most of them don't play guitars and yeah good work Gary Moore yeah well Well, you'll see won't you may you rest in peace we've had the award for the best song now it's time for the Ivor No Talent Award for the worst <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah. We've got a few here. We've got uh, the nominees are China Crisis. Which you've got to say, you've got to say, you've got to say, you've got to say Ivor No Talent. So it sounds like Ivor Novello. Ivor No Talent. Not Ivor No Talent. All right. I, the Ivor, I can't say it now. You fucking say <laughs> it. Ivor No Talent. Ivor No Talent Award for the worst song. The nominees are China Crisis, Wishful Thinking. Yeah, yeah. Will they go away? That'd be Wishful Thinking. Paul McCartney, Pipes of Peace. The commentators, no, 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 19, not out. Little Louie with French Kiss. <laughs> and Jive Bunny Swing the Mood. Yeah. All songs that were controversial when yeah. they appeared that we disliked intensely it's hard to pick five really bad songs yeah because there's a lot of shit on now yeah mm. I think there's two from like episode 32 there really? oh is that Jive Bunny as Jive well Jive Bunny and Little Louie oh, they were both bad though aren't yeah. they yeah it's probably they're fresh in wasn't, mind Little Louie wasn't even a song it was just a beat that slowed yeah. down with some yeah. breathing on it yeah calling it a song is a bit of a and it's got that thing where it obviously only got like you know, successful because it was a bit naughty. It had yeah. some sex noise on it. But yeah. then, like the co- the thing about the commentators is, it's a novelty song that uh, doesn't make any sense anymore. All, <laughs> all the references are out of date. It's not funny in the slightest. It's just so fucking annoying, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's and, the main thing. And it takes quite a serious song about. You know, it, it's like, oh, what's it about? Oh, it's about the age of people dying in Vietnam, you know, average age of soldier. Oh, that'd be, let's do it about cricket. It's like, <laughs> what? Yeah. Let's, let's go and do a pantomime in the, in Anne Frank's house. But yeah, that, a little Aladdin or something. That'd be good. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. We should, we should sell that idea. Um, 
Yeah, they're all pretty bad. I mean, I sort of feel like China Crisis and Paul McCartney are bad songs. But at least they're like less cynical than sort of Lil Louie or Nana 19 or Swing the Mood, which are all just like horrible cash grab shit songs that just... Mm. Uh, Lil Louie was annoying. Was it they're all annoying? annoying. Jive Bunny, though. Like giant yeah, bunch. but like I just hate the idea. China of Crisis and Paul McCartney made me want to kill myself, whereas the other ones sort of made me quite annoyed. Do you see what I mean? They were annoying. Yeah. So it was those it... two made me sort of question. Yeah, I'd say those those other ones made me angry, whereas China Crisis and Paul McCartney just made me like want the song to end because they were so bad. Yeah, because it was closer. Like they were they were more sort of serious songs that were bad. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, they couldn't even elicit a strong emotion in me apart from the sort of the urge to not be listening to it anymore. Yeah. So they're the worst two for me. Really? I think Lil Louie's probably my least favourite, I think. It's difficult, isn't it? Because we did Jive Bunny and Lil Louie only a couple of weeks ago, so they they give me a more immediate reaction because I, I you know, it's a very recent trauma for me. Yeah. You know, whereas the old ones... Uh, I think we might have to go to the, the points-based focus <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Is there any that we can kick out first? Well, well the commentators is just a, a shitty novelty song. I, you know, I think that's... I, I have a soft spot for it because it was, uh, as I've said before, it was hearing that song and how bizarre it was that made me think that, that doing this podcast would be a good idea. Yeah, it's got too much going for it. It's too interesting to win. Okay, let's knock that one out. Well, if we're voting, anyone can vote for what they want. Well, just we're just trying to knock some stuff so we don't have to do so many. But if you guys feel like, you know, you give them your, your one, two, your three, two and one, and then we'll work well, out... We've got to get down to three first, haven't we? No. Oh, no, just, I don't suppose we do have no, to do it. just whoever's got the most points at the end wins. All right. What are you going for, Harry? I'll give three to Paul McCartney, two to China Crisis, and one to Jive Bunny. So that's the song you hate the most? No, free. No. Free. The one with the most points. The one with the most points. Always the same, Jacob. It's always, always the same. same. <laughs> but what do you say, Jacob? What's your least favourite? Uh, I'm going to give Jive Bunny 3 because it insulted me and the entire public and people bought it it's crazy uh, China Crisis I'll give 2 and I'll give my 1 to I'll give my 1 to Paul McCartney and because I think I don't uh, French Kiss and Jive Bunny are, are cut from a similar cloth I think and from a, from the same now yeah, but they're still bad songs. We've gonna... <laughs> got four, four, and four again. Yeah. So I get to decide again. Well, hang on, I'll change. I'll take no. off my point for Paul McCartney. I'll give it to French Kiss. You can't <laughs> just keep changing them for these reasons. You just got to go with what your heart, Jacob. No, no, but I was on yeah, the fence. Yeah, because mine's going to probably give three to Louis and I'll well, let's put see. the cat amongst the pigeons. I probably will give. I don't know because I really hate Jive Bunny as well. But I mainly hate Jive Bunny just because, like. It's quite good songs, just fucking used. Yeah. Just do it. Just do it how you would have done it, even if you couldn't see our scores. Okay, I will go three to Little Louie. I'm giving my two to Jive Bunny. 
He's going to win then, isn't he? And then I'll probably go with Pipes of Peace, because that was shit. Yeah. Jive Bunny takes it then. So no, Jive Bunny go. is the winner. There you go. Yeah. Well done. Oh, so the worst well, song well that we've listened to. That doesn't seem right. Oh, no, I think it's... It's the, it's the worst one that we can all agree on. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a... It's so hard to pick a bad song. I mean, look at the shortlist there. There's a lot of shit that didn't make it on it. Yeah. Under Cover of the Night by the Rolling Stones. I think there's... We've probably forgot more stuff that's Nick, even yeah, worse yeah. as well. Barry, fucking Fat Boys. Well, yeah. no one's perfect. Rob it's not Stewart. a perfect process. It's, you no. know, a bit of controversy. But I just feel like maybe Jive Bunny's the worst because... It's just the most horrible, cash-grabby piece of shit. incredibly cynical. Yeah. And that, you know, we don't like the cynical ones. No. Well, outdated as well. We came to listen to 80s music. Yeah. Exactly. Resuming now. Oh, okay. Hey, it's another episode of the, of the great uh, Martin and... Jacob podcasts. Whenever Harry's in the loo, waka waka, we take over. Waka waka, it's all like the sound effects on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Martin, get away, kids. Yeah, our podcast is all about, uh, you know, you've got a new member, got Phil as well. Yeah, it's all about, um, yeah, knock knock, who's there? You know, jokes. Uh, Man goes into a uh, doctor's. He says, "Oh, I feel like a pair of curtains." And the doctor says, um, "You need some neck curtains as well." That's not what he <laughs> says. Oh, Martin! <laughs> oh, Phil, you having to roll around? Now, Philly Willy, yeah. down blue as a Phil can be. Philly Willy, okay. set your position. We're going to go for the next award. When I was feeling my yeah, way, look at him. Yeah. Yeah. Devil. Oh. Devil. Look at him, he's rolling around. Oh. He's going to fall off the bed in a second. It'll be funny, he does that. <coughs> Don't you feel Damien? Oh, you're not me. No, you're very, you're a good boy. Yes. Can't get the, get, get it up. So to speak. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that is some fucking that gold. Get it up. Get it up, baby, get it up. So yours, Harry. Right, boys, it's the David Kent Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Mediocrity. Oh. Yeah. This is the award for the lowest charting single that has been on the nows. So it's the lowest UK chart position. And in fifth place, we had... Billy Bragg. Greetings to the new brunette. Oh, what? Yeah. Award-winning song there. All right. I'm celebrating my love for you with a pint of beer and a new tattoo. Yeah, nominated, but he didn't win. Just goes to show that, you know, some of the best songs don't get the, the props they deserve. Yeah, that song got to number 53 in the charts. Fucking hell. Yeah, also at number 53, we had Pet Shop Boys with It's All Right. Yeah, yeah, quite it's a recent all one. All right, yeah, that's low for a Pet Shop Boys song, isn't it? Yeah, they're on yeah. their way out, I guess. Yeah, and uh, in third place we had Grace Jones with "I'm Not Perfect, But I'm Perfect for You." Only got to number fifty-six. No, I'm not perfect, but I'm 
it was a bit of a shit song. Quite a cool yeah. video, though. She had a big skirt, didn't she? Oh, yeah, giant skirt. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and she fucking uh, directed that video yeah, as well. Yeah, I quite like that video. It was good, yeah. And uh, well, another recent one, we've got Wendy and Lisa at second with uh, Waterfall 89, which got to number 69. Yeah, cool, that was yeah. a bit gaff, right? Yeah, but the winner with an all-time low of number 86... In the uh, British charts, it was Natalie Cole with I Live For Your Love. Oh, I live for your love every and that was a big old soppy bit of wet old bollocks anyway. So. I can't remember that. I remember there was one Natalie Cole one I it was thought the was alright. advert one. Okay. The Diet Coke advert. Carol Decker Award for the worst voice. We've had the best voice. Time for the worst voice. Yeah. Oh, it's nice to see these songs sung in tune for once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah another we've one. Got, the nominees are Tracy Ullman with My Guy. My Guy's mad at me. Joe Fagan, that's living all right. Scandalous. With what difference does it make? So what difference does it make? Oh. Malcolm McLaren, double Dutch. And Rod's gargling spunk Stewart with <laughs> Baby Jane. <laughs> Uh, uh, they're all bad. They're not. Well, Joe Fagan, he's not the best singer, but he's a terrible singer. But I think it fits the song. <laughs> a terrible song. It's a I great mean- song. <laughs> Walking on the side from morning to night. That's living alright. In terms of actual singing ability. At least the others try and hold a tune, whereas Malcolm McLaren's all just... Yeah, Malcolm McLaren is definitely the most annoying of all. Flirty, girly, double dutch. Flirty, do. And then he just gets other people to... Samples other people's songs and then gets other people to sing on them and stuff. And just... Ugh. You know, Rod Stewart has just got an annoying voice. I just can't get on with Rod Stewart at all, really. Yeah. Tracy Oldman's got the weakest... Voice. Yeah. Malcolm McLaren's not McLaren. even trying. He's not even trying to sing, is he? No. no. But it's vo- worst voice, not worst singer. Yeah. And he does. He sounds like fucking Bob Dylan. Yeah. See, for me, Morrissey ruins a lot of potentially enjoyable songs. Uh, I quite like being Morrissey. Morrissey the, for them. I can't remember that song. Harry assured me earlier that I hated his singing on that you one. You did. You took the piss out of it. Yeah. It's the one where he <laughs> does, the false, does he do the falsetto on that? Yeah. That's oh really yeah. Bad. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. But, you know, I like Morrissey, well, not as a person, he seems like a bit of a dick, yeah. but I quite like the Smiths, and I, I, you know. He's got good entertainment value. Yeah, I like quite a lot of the Smiths songs, I don't think he's too bad. Uh, Joe Fagan, I mean, I, the only song I've ever heard by him is That's Living Alright, but it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I don't uh, think he's got many others, has he? No, I think he wrote like eight songs for Alvida Saint Pet, he did like oh. all of the songs for Alvida Saint Pet. And he looks like Jeremy Beadle. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to have to go to points again. I mean, I'd probably just go Malcolm McLaren straight up. All right. 
I'm happy enough with that. Yeah. yeah. It seems like we all agreed at the start, like Malcolm McLaren. Yeah. Because he's fucking annoying. All Stop right. talking on the songs, mate. You won't get these shit awards. He's well, getting the Carol That's Decker Award. The Carol Decker Award for Worst Voice goes to Malcolm McLaren for his sterling work on Double Dutch. Yeah. Did we have another Malcolm McLaren song? Yes, but I don't think he talked on it. Okay. I we have the so. Madam Butterfly yeah. one. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Fuck you, Malcolm McLaren, <laughs> and enjoy your award. Ah, we've got the Phil Collins award. Is Phil Collins going to present this? I don't... No, he's just... Right, he's just, right. <laughs> just going to do the Phil. Oh, who are you? <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, then I'll tell you which ones it is then, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, you've got Kevin Patterson from Fiction Factory. You, you got Shane McGowan from The Pogues. And then Mick Hutnall from Simply Red. And Ellie Campbell out of the UB40. <laughs> and Jive Bunny out of the Jive Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mick Hucknall for me, always. I mean, he is hideous. Is he actually the ugliest though, or is he, he just is the most? so ugly. Look but at he's, him. That's Look at him. loads of like nice. It doesn't matter. That's, that's, I think he's got a to do up on him. I think he's. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He's got the, a picture. He looks like fucking Riddler. But he's got the ugliest personality. No, but he is ugly as well. He's an ugly man. I mean, he's ugly. Even if he was a lovely guy. He'd but he's in like, his like younger Ooh. days when he was yeah. a bit. He was actually a bit of a heartthrob. I think at this in his point. younger days he's, he's weird looking. I mean, nowadays he looks fucking mental. But back then, I think maybe he wasn't as bad. Oh, I mean, look, look at him! Oh, yeah. He's horrible. He's horrible. I don't think that's that bad there. So you're saying he was? He didn't look too bad in his younger days. No, he didn't look like Rebecca Brooks. No, <laughs> well, a little bit, but she's not that ugly. All right. Well, my she makes quite a handsome man. <laughs> if, I, if I can't have Mick Hucknall, then I mean, Shane McGowan objectively is. Well, I'm going to say Mick Hucknall. Then. I mean, Shane McGowan is pretty. Jive Bunny is pretty ugly. Yeah. Shane McGowan probably could have been good looking if he'd not abused himself so much and lost teeth and shit like that. Yeah, the guy in Fiction Factory. We just had to look at a picture of him. He was quite ugly. He's pretty bad. I don't think Ali Campbell in UB40 is that bad, really. No. No. I, I, don't, I, I think, I don't know, think he, he's the ugliest. I just think he made the list because Harry doesn't like UB40. <laughs> I still, despite everything we just said, I do still want Mick Hucknall to win. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like... because I want him to win it. I oh, feel I, like he is such a prick. He deserve it. Yeah. I've got Ali Campbell on the... He's just rung me up, actually. He's not happy about being being up for this award being nominated for being ugly's front man he says if it happens again he's leaving <laughs> well I mean I'd agree I mean, objectively if you were say to sleep with one of them Shane McGowan would be the one you'd be like oh, oh you'd probably well I don't know it's a handful though isn't he? he'd probably be a laugh and you know, if he'd be so drunk, it wouldn't last long. And his gappy teeth might come in handy. You know, you're not going to get any toothy oh, blowjobs off him. Oh, 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 smell worse after. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Uh, I think I'd agree with Mick Hucknall because he may not be the ugliest back in the eighties, but. 
He, I think he's got the ugliest personality, which makes his whole aura quite ugly to me. I think in the context of the show, he's the ugliest. Yeah, yeah. Mick Hucknall, <laughs> Mick Hucknall, step up, you've won. Yeah, you've done it, you've got the unenviable position, being the ugliest front man. Yeah. Right, next one's quick one. Yeah. It's uh, the Haircut 100 Flock of Seagulls Award for Services to Hair. <laughs> so the nominees are... Lamal. With Spiky Mullet. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Fergal Sharky with <laughs> Little Dutch Boy with Blonde Section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah good section. Uh, Mick Hucknell with Orange Crush. <laughs> <laughs> I think he might win another one here. <laughs> <laughs> Boy George with Various Wigs. Yeah. And he Nick did. Beggs with Platinum Puffball with Rat Tails. <laughs> I need to see Nick and Fergal's haircuts again, but okay. I'm leaning towards the mouth. Is that the thing with the, like, badger white? Oh, thing? yeah, it was yeah. really yeah, bad. Was, I think the bet, well, you never saw the video for Too Much Trouble where he was wearing full cricket uniform but still had that stupid hair. That was, that was really something. I mean, it's quite bad. Look, there he is with his blonde section. Go down one. There he is, look with his blonde section. Oh there. yeah, wow, that's quite special. Oh, well, that blonde section is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but it's and what's the other one? The rest of the haircut's not too bad, but the blonde section is bad. Uh, what was the one you wanted? Nick Beggs. Nick Beggs. Who was Nick Beggs in? He was the bass player in um, Kajagoogoo that took over uh, after Lamar. Oh yeah, he had bad hair as well. Yeah, but he sort of, yeah he had this sort of magical. Puffball with like that's uh, not there we go yeah sort of like that or with yeah yeah it was yeah. really bad a lot of rat plaited rat that's tails and it's got a lot of volume very blonde yeah. and a lot of rat tails hanging down the bottom yeah it's got to be that or the mouse really for me you can see the mouse down there it's pretty fucking bad isn't it and I think Lamal was just sort of more inherently dislikable than Nick Beggs. Nick Beggs was quite a smiley fella, you know. Yeah, I liked. He stepped in. He probably didn't want to. He was better as well. He was a better singer, Plus, uh, and he was a good bass player. Lamal was on yeah. the first. Now he set, you know, he was setting the hair bar nice and high. He right did from the start. He set it so high that yeah, no one really reached it. I mean, Hucknall's wasn't that bad. Sort of. No, he's just in there because he's fucking Hucknall. Yeah, yeah, he's a dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I pro- Lamar. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably give it Lamar. I mean, Boy George had a lot of bad wigs, but it's he just did. Not, it's, he has. A, he didn't have one iconic bad hairstyle. No, style, he had though. like he had many, many bad hairstyles. No, yeah. You know, it's not necessarily bad hair, though, is it? It's services to hair. Yeah. So, well, I think Lamar did a great service to hair. He, he did. Showed them how it's done. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there was girls in the nineties that were doing that sort of blonde over the top, but with like a darker color underneath your ponytail. So he started all that, you know. Yeah. Whereas Nick Beggs just looks more like a poodle that's got some plaits. You know, might have looked like a poodle who's half digested a bunch of rats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor old Nick. He's going to play second fiddle to Lamar again, isn't he? Yeah, I think hey, he is. If it was services to Kajikuku, I'd give it to him. Yeah. yeah. Services to music, services to bass playing, services to singing. Yeah. But when it comes to hair, I've got to give it to Lamal. All right. There you go, uh, Lamal, Lamal, little rat well boy. Done. You win. You win. Your spiky mullet. I mean, yeah. it's simple, you know. It's just a simple spiky mullet with two two colours. Yeah. What have we got here, then? So, next up, we've got the Lifetime uh, Aggrievement. Aggrievement Award for disservices to music. Yeah. Nominations Cliff Richard. You 
Because Cliff once upon a time did some good songs. Madness did some very good songs. Paul did some good songs. But this is just for the period this is, of the podcast. Like yeah, now yeah. seven years. Who made our yeah. shit hang sideways the most? I mean, I feel like I mean, Madness was dull. Yeah. It wasn't painful to listen to. It was just disappointing. They had one song I liked. Sailing across the seas to see my Uncle Sam. It was alright. Yeah. The sun and the rain was... All right. I think it's just because I think were... Paul McCartney's bats, the... Paul McCartney's songs that have appeared on these nows have been worse than the Madness ones. Cliff Richard songs on here, yeah, I... fucking dire. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Cliff, Cliff's worse than Paul. Status quo's been fucking shit as well. Yeah, I'd say I think big countries have been really quo. shit. I just think you yeah. could, maybe we can't remember some yeah. of their songs because they really had some bad ones. Yeah, I, d- I think I'd have to give it to Cliff. You know. Every one of his songs is such a soppy piece of shit. It's Cliff or Paul in it. And then he did that terrible Saw one as well. Yeah. I don't know, Status Quo really was really tough to swallow. <laughs> they are terrible. Swallow. And it's, yeah, and I hate Status Quo. Only had to put up with two. Yeah. That's true. Whereas Cliff Richard, it just feels like he's just constantly trying to be and relevant as an old and man and it's it. just so cringeworthy and, and horrible. And he was on his hundred fucking single yeah. as well, wasn't he? Oh, I'm going with Cliff. Yeah. Cliff Richard. Cliff, hasn't it? Come on down. Oh, oh, lifetime oh, aggrievement. You thought the worst time in your life was when all the police were going through your house and it was on the news, but no. There you go, Check Cliff. Check it out. Kick a man when he's down. You get yeah. the services to music. You've made a specially bad contribution to the last seven years yeah. of music. Hey. That was there a tough you one. Go. That was. The honourable mentions of Level 42, Who and Cry and oh. Banana Rama. Yeah, yeah. It was hard to decide yeah. who was even getting nominated. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hotly contested award, that one. Yeah. You know, normally for Lifetime Achievement, we should have probably just gone straight to the winner, but we had to discuss it. That's what they do, don't they? They don't say, like, who else they were thinking about. They just say, right, here you go, Paul Weller, have it. Hey, he'll be getting it soon, because given a few more years of perspective, we'll start to realise how good the Style Council really were. Yeah, when we've caught up. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, there's some pretty good songs. He was usually the worst part of those songs. Hey, yeah. I quite liked quite a few of those Style Council yeah. songs. So you've, you've got, um, that's the awards done. Yeah. So, you know, let us know what you thought. You might have a different opinion. You might be a haircut you thought was better or worse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, have we forgot any of the really bad songs? Or you bad might be haircuts? an angry Cliff fan in your 50s, 50-year-old female who wants to tell us how good Cliff is. Yeah, you can try. Give it your best shot. Oh, you know, he See did some good, good work with the Thunderbirds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just wasn't very good by the 80s. No. no. So... Um, uh, our next item on our end of the 80s wrap up special I want to do some shout outs first ok shout to the top I don't want to do them last don't know why I just don't think they should go last ok shout it from the top 
<laughs> people, people might turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's some shout outs to people because you know, give them give them shout outs on the air. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. So shout outs to Chris Casey Lawley, uh, number one rerun podcast, theme park films podcast, and uh, no one else <laughs> because they're all the people that gave us five star reviews on iTunes. Hey, so, cheers lads. for that, boys. Very much appreciated. Yeah, it's appreciated. Anyone else listening that hasn't yet rated us on iTunes, please do so. Yeah. Because it, it, it's... I good. tried. I tried rating us, but I don't think it worked because I'm the one that hosts it as well. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> let me rate my own podcast five stars. Yeah. So, yeah, like the thing about making podcasts is that like when you're on sort of Twitter and that, um, there's like always a big community of other podcasts that try and kind of help each other out and it just sort of happens but everyone kind of supports each other which is nice there's like loads of other little podcasts that have been helpful or nice and uh sort of reciprocated so they are inside oz podcast that's about the show oz oh i love that show yeah there you go you can make me have horrible dreams because i watched so much of it so quickly (laughs) all my dreams are just like have no colour to them because the whole show is just like guys in orange yeah uh, Friday Night Fright podcast oh yeah yeah horror film one the Downturn podcast I can't remember what that one's about to be honest it's a good one though <laughs> <laughs> they're a good bunch of lads like, I haven't listened to all of these they're a good bunch of lads Roast Morton cast I have listened to that and it's very good it's uh, about dead people it's good uh, Show and Tell with Tunes uh, which is another one from Randy's Parts. Firestarters Podcast, who we've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, Selected Podcast, Neon. Man Brain Podcast, Shit Happens When You Party Naked. And Occultae Veritatis. Shout outs to all them for being decent people. Much. Good lads. And lasses. Yeah. All right. Well, there's only one thing left to do. We've got to know who the biggest selling songs of the 80s were. <sighs> Song for the 80s. Oh, my God. Do we need any music for this? Um, maybe, yeah. Something dramatic. Oh, well, what's our go dramatic? Dramatic, royalty-free music. Well, Vust's back, but it's really short, isn't it? Yeah, or shoving, like, Ride of the Valkyries or some shit. Yeah, anything, like... Any uh, classic. Classic is all... And introducing Daniel Bryan! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I could do him. Well, he's just sort of normal American man. Hi, it's Daniel Bryan. I'm uh, an American man. I'm a vegan. I wasn't going to do this bit. <laughs> Alright, decade end charts then. Hi there, guys. It's Stone Cold Bill Clinton again. <clears throat> I'm here to make Harry cough. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, best selling album of the decade for America, boy. We got albums. Bronze medal goes to Bruce Springsteen. No. Born in the USA. Silver goes to ACDC. We're back in black, boy. That's right. But the best-selling album of the 80s in America was Thriller. Oh, Michael Jackson. fuck yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> Careful, Martin. <laughs> All this stuff that's been going on in the media. I, I can separate the man from the music. And that is <laughs> All right, you're doing that then. That is a fucking <laughs> banger of an album. It is harder with him because... It's not like Gary Glitter. This guy has the biggest selling album of all time. It's time to erase. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, also, also, he's much better. And it's a really good album. <laughs> yeah. Not well, even his best. 
together. <laughs> we got the best-selling singles, the Brahms Metal Winter, Endless Love, with Diana Ross and Lionel Richie, boy. Yeah, good one. The Silver Winter, Betty Davis Eyes. Wow. By Kim Carnes. Yeah, we didn't get that one. Good to uh, The gold medal goes to... <coughs> oh, I love that. <coughs> <coughs> It's physical... By Olivia Newton-John. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Biggest selling of the 80s. That's mental. Right, boys, it's Australia. Ah, Kelly. Yep. Yeah. Right, so albums. Bronze goes to Thriller, mate. Oh, yeah. only bronze? Yep, there wasn't a big one in ours. It's a uh, silver medal. That's going to Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits. Oh, fuck you, Ken. Yep. And the gold medal, of course. Who could forget? Whispering Jack by John Farnham. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, I love Whispering Jack. Jack. Right, singles. Really good didgeridoos on that. Really good. <laughs> singles. Bronze medal is Australiana. Ah. Oh. By Ostentatious. Oh. I just need you to have a look at the way that's spelt. <laughs> <laughs> right, silver goes to Dancing in the Dark by Brucey. And the gold medal, mate. Locomotion by Kylie oh, Minogue. Yeah. Oh, lovely just, Kylie. Yeah, you one of your own. Gotta keep that. Just like John Farnham. Yeah. Kylie. Yeah. Big hit. And finally, we've got the UK. <laughs> UK albums. Bronze. It's Thriller. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Silver. It's Bad. Oh, bad. yes. By MJ. I like Bad more than Thriller. Yeah. I like Thriller a lot. Top selling album of the 80s in the UK. Brothers in Arms. Oh, I knew it was going to be Brothers in Arms. Yeah. It's always fucking Brothers Sorry. in Arms. It's <laughs> interesting that well, I'll tell us in a minute. And singles. Bronze medal. I just called to say I love you by Stevie Wonder. Oh, nice. Yeah, that one crept under the radar. Yeah. Silver medal. Relax by Frankie. Oh, yes. And gold. It's Do They Know It's Christmas oh. by Band-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Thriller is like the biggest selling album in the world and it wasn't even the biggest selling album of the 80s in some of those countries. Yeah, but, no. but it was in America. Yeah. America's big. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That's how you sell a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and it must have done. I just thought it'd be more of a clean sweep. And I think it's sort of one of those albums, oh, I'll just fade out. It's one of those albums that sort of sold well throughout the years. Like, I had Thriller. No, but it sold mental amounts when it was released. Oh, yeah. It's it like that's the most significant part of its sales because oh, yeah. album that's why it won't be overtaken because albums don't sell like they used to. So nothing there's nothing that's gonna come out on album that will ever do the kind of figures that Thriller did again. What about Ed Sheeran? Don't know. No, even Ed Sheeran, no. Didn't he get like all of his songs no. to number one off the album or something? Ariana, yeah, but, Ariana Grande could do but it. People, people don't. That's buy just because you fancy it. You no, that. it's because she's incredibly successful at the moment. She's, she's not, selling shitloads. Not as big yeah. as Jackson, though, is she? She knocked herself off number one, mine. But still, I'm not as big as Jackson, right? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't think. I just think the, the way that sales are, I don't. It, it doesn't seem likely that Thriller's going to be topped. I guess it's all different and because it's done, the recording on, done on YouTube streams she's probably sat at home with a hundred computers streaming her own songs <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there you go there you go it's all downhill from here we'll never have a, have a better era <laughs> on to the 90s I think 90s is going to be our best era oh uh, yeah we're entering the realm of songs we remember yeah yeah 
definitely there's a lot of these that I remember the first time around yeah and this is going to be great this is this is where it's going to get good boys so yeah if you've stuck with us this far thank you very much hopefully we are in the swing of things now yeah not in a jive bunny sense just in a good sense yeah so we'll be back with uh, all swanky new audio equipment. Yeah. And, and uh, what's the next now? I can't remember. What we're up to now 17. 17. It's now the that's why we're 17. <gasps> yeah. And you'll get to see how the, uh, you know, the fall of the Berlin Wall, all of that panned out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. Cliffhanger. <laughs> there you go. Thanks very much for listening. And yeah. you can find us on Twitter, NWT underscore podcast. Facebook is NWT pod. Yeah. And we are also on other things. Instagram. So I don't think we've got anything on. No. Uh, and that's it though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Find us on all your podcast apps and bits and bobs. And until next time. Party on, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Party on, Martin. <laughs> Party on into the 90s. Yeah. We'll catch you on the flip side in the next decade. See ya. See ya. Bye.